following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Thursday, welcome back to Fantasy Football slash Gambling Talk. Uh, another one of those quick episodes, guys. Not a whole bunch to get to this week. Only six games on the docket to review from last week. And uh, I definitely did a little bit more breakdown than normal. We'll talk about some some places to exploit. But uh, what do you say we get into it? First and foremost, we'll jump into last week, Saturday, January 14th. The first game of the weekend, the Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers. Niners beat the Seahawks 41-23. to Really powered past them. Geno Smith, 25 of 35, 253 yards, two touchdowns. Kenneth Walker, 63 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, DK Metcalf, 10 of 136 and two touches. Tyler Lockett, 6 of 39. Cade Johnson steps up, 3 of 39 for him. A guy who I liked out of South Dakota State a couple years ago. Finally stepping into uh, his own. The Niners, Brock Purdy, he goes 18 of 30, 332 yards, three touchdowns, no INTs. Christian McCaffrey, 119 yards on the ground. Uh, Debo Samuel, 32 yards on the ground. Brock Purdy, 16 yards and a touchdown rushing. Debo Samuel, 6 for 133 and a touch receiving. Brandon Ayuk, 3 of 73. Jawan Jennings, 2 of 41. Eli Mitchell, 25 yards receiving and a touch. Christian McCaffrey, 17 yards receiving and a touch. San Fran really showing that they were the powerhouse out of that division. The Saturday night game, the Chargers got out to a 27-0 lead. The Jaguars won the game, 31-30. Uh, Justin Herbert, 25 of 43, 273 yards, one touchdown. Austin Eckler, 35 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Gerald Everett, 6 of 109, one touchdown. We really did like him last week as a touchdown scorer. Keenan Allen, 6 of 61. Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, he goes 28 of 47, 288 yards, four INTs, couples it with four touchdowns, though. Uh, Travis Etienne, 109 yards on the ground. Christian Kirk, 7 of 93, one touch. Uh... No, I'm sorry. Evan Ingram, 7 of 93, one touch. Christian Kirk, 8 of 78, one touch. Zay Jones, 8 of 47 and a touch. Marvin Jones, 3 of 29 and a touch. The uh, Jaguars hold tight and come back to beat the Chargers. The Sunday slate hit a closer game than most expected with the way it started. After being up 17 nothing, the Bills uh, win 34-31. They hold on in a tight game. Skylar Thompson, 18 of 45, 220 yards, one touchdown, two picks, sacked four times. Jeff uh, Jeff Wilson has 23 yards on the ground and a touchdown. Tariq Hill, 7 of 69. Mike Gusecki, 2 of 15 and a touchdown. Um, really, the big deal here was Josh Allen fumble recovery. Uh, 
Miami scores a defensive touchdown on that play. That's really what kept it close there. So, yeah, I mean, tough game if you're the Bills. At one point, you were up 17 0, and then it was 17 to 9, and then you let Miami come right back into the game. Buffalo, though, Josh Allen, 23 of 39, 352 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. He was sacked seven times on the day. The offensive line just did not hold up against that Miami front seven. Um, the two interceptions from Josh Allen, ugly, ugly plays. You can't necessarily blame it on him. One is a John Brown needs to make a make a play and swap that ball down. It's it's a it's a play you can break up. The second is Cole Beasley gets hit right in the chest and it pops into the air. Uh, Devin Singletary, 48 yards on the ground. James Cook, 39 yards and a touch. Steph Diggs, 7 of 114. Gabe Davis, 6 of 113 and a touch. Cole Beasley, 2 of 35 and a touch. Dawson Knox, 3 of 20 and a touch. Khalil Shakir, 3 of 51. Would have gone over 100 yards on the day had his big catch counted. Um... Sunday afternoon, Giants-Vikings. Giants beat the Vikings 31-24. We kind of predicted that here. The Vikings were one and done. Daniel Jones, 24-35. 301 yards, two touchdowns, three sacks. Led the way with 78 yards rushing as well. Saquon Barkley, 53 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Isaiah Hodgins is breaking out into his own. Eight for 105 and a touch. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, 31-39. 273 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Delvin Cook, 60 yards on the ground. TJ Hawkinson, 10 of 129. KJ Osborne, 2 of 20 and a touch. The uh, Vikings really find a way to fail there. Um, Sunday, Sunday night, the Ravens have the game on the ropes and they fumble away the opportunities. Cincinnati wins the game on a 99-yard fumble recovery touchdown. Um, Tyler Huntley fumbles on the one Sam Hubbard picks it up and takes it 99 yards. Uh, Tyler Huntley, 17 of 23, 226 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. J.K. Dobbins, 62 yards on the ground. Huntley goes for 54 himself. Mark Andrews, 5 of 73. Demarcus Robinson, 2 of 49 and a touch. J.K. Dobbins, 4 of 43 and a touch. Dobbins had a pretty good game. Went over 100 total yards, had a touchdown in that. Bengals, on the other hand, Joe Burrow, 23 of 32, 209 yards, one touchdown, sacked four times. Joe Mixon, 39 yards rushing. Jamar Chase, 9 of 84 and a touch. Uh, next, top receiver, Hayden Hurst, 4 of 45. The Bengals don't look like themselves in that game either. Uh, so for anybody who didn't like what the Bills did, the Bengals looked a little worse. Granted, yes, Baltimore's defense looks good, but they just were not clicking either. Um, Dallas, Tampa Bay. Dallas throttles the Cowboys to win 31-14. to And that's off of not the leg of their kicker, um, as Maher misses four extra points. Dak Prescott, 25 of 33, 305 yards, four passing touchdowns. He goes on to add one rushing touchdown. Uh, Tony Pollard, 15 rushes, 77 yards. Zeke Elliott, 13 rushes, 27 yards. Dalton Schultz, 7 of 95, 2 touchdowns. CeeDee Lamb, 4 of 68 and a touch. Michael Gallup, 5 of 46 and a touch. Um, Tom Brady does not show up to play in what could have been his last game as a player. Then again, we saw last year, never say never when it comes to Tampa Tom. Uh, his contract is, however, expiring. Brady goes 35 of 66, 66 pass attempts for the old man Brady. Uh, 351 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Rashad White, 41 yards on the ground. Chris Godwin, 10 catches, 85 yards. 
Julio Jones, 7 for 74 in a touch. Kate Otten starting to break out a little, though. Otten, 458 on the day. Uh, could be good news if you're Tom Brady and you're sticking around in Tampa if you have Kate Otten in your dynasty leagues. Um, on to this week's slate, divisional round. Jacksonville plays the Kansas City Chiefs at home. Chiefs are now a nine-point favorite in that game. I like the Jags mine, or with five points. I think Jags are going to keep that close, if not win that game outright. Um, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are seven-and-a-half-point favorite. You can probably tune that up a little more. I think the Giants are going to struggle this week. It was nice to see the story while it lasted, but I think Philly's the powerhouse of the NFC. Buffalo and Cincy. Buffalo is now a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Cincy does have some deficiencies, mainly the fact that they're losing their, def- their two starting tackles, left and right. But Buffalo needs to come out of the slump as well. Um, so that's going to be a that's gonna be a pick-em game, in my opinion. I still hope and I think Buffalo can win this one, but uh, a little scary if, if you're a Bills fan going in this weekend. It's, there's a lot to see. And uh, Dallas-San Fran, San Fran only a uh, three-and-a-half point favorite. This is going to come down to a game throwing it, and this is going to be where we see how good Brock Purdy is. Both these teams have great run defenses and porous pass defenses. So, yes, you're throwing against Trayvon Diggs, who's been good, but the rest of that Dallas team has allowed a lot of passing yards. Um, getting into the game, though, now, if you're playing Kansas City, Jaguars defense has allowed six total touchdowns to tight ends. Travis Kelsey is a great play for touchdown to, re- or to be received. They've also allowed 981 yards to tight ends. That's over 61.3 yards per game. They can't cover a tight end worth much. Uh, linebacker Devin Lloyd has allowed 648 yards himself and four touchdowns in coverage. Majority of that being a tight end coverage. Yes, he's a rookie, but expect... Expect expect Patrick Mahomes to uh, to exploit that early and often. However, on the opposite end, Jackson was allowed the seventh lowest rushing yards of the, or of the season, under 82 yards per game. Something I'm avoiding if you're looking at Isaiah Pacheco or Clyde Edwards Slayer if he comes back is a prop bet. I don't want anything to do with these Chiefs running backs this week. Um, they have allowed the fifth most yards to opposing quarterbacks, though. So Mahomes on the over, granted, it's probably around 300, is well worth your play. But uh, Darius Williams, a cornerback, he's allowing a 50% completion rating, which isn't actually pretty bad. He's one of the best corners on that team. He's got 455 yards against and a touchdown. Tyson Campbell, going to be the guy who's probably uh, targeted the most in terms of the red zone. He's allowing 55% completion rating, 433 yards, but he's allowed six touchdowns this year in coverage. Trey Herndon, their nickel corner for the most part, he's going to get 72% of his passes completed against him. He's allowed 411 yards himself and two touchdowns against. Uh, Tyson Campbell's going to be the guy that they zone in on pretty simply. Um, The good thing, I guess, the tougher thing to bet on that is, for the most part, the Jags like to move around uh, so you don't really know who's going to see who until they, they really roll that out. Chiefs, on the other hand, uh, as much as that six tight end or six touchdowns tight end looks good for Travis Kelsey, the nine allowed by the Chiefs defense looks great for Evan Ingram. And Ingram's going to have a bit of a higher stake there, something that you, you're probably going to be able to get at a decent blip. Uh, I like Evan Ingram to be a touchdown producer. They've also allowed the mo- or ninth most passing yards to quarterbacks. So... Trevor Lawrence in Daily Fantasy and Trevor Lawrence on prop betting is going to be a great play this week. Um, 
the starting corner, Legereus needs a lot of 649 yards against in coverage this year. He's also allowed four touchdowns. He's allowing two out of every three catches to be completed against him at this point. It's it's a big blip. You're probably going to see that be the Zay Jones coverage. I like Zay Jones a lot this week. Uh, Trent McDuffie, a bit tougher. He's allowed three touchdowns. He is a rookie, but he's only allowed 253 yards and 53% of his completions against. Jalen Watson really has been the guy that got or has gotten blown up. The guess is you're going to see him get taken off the field as much as possible, but 65% of the passes against, 515 yards and five touchdowns against. Kansas City's secondary is downright porous, and uh, it's going to exploit for yardage against for passing when it comes down to Trevor Lawrence, but also for receiving when you're looking at Christian Kirk and Zay Jones this week, and ultimately Evan Ingram. Uh, it wouldn't shock me to see 50-plus passes for Trevor Lawrence this week, and uh, 50 attempts at least. And they're going to try to throw the, or win this game throwing. You know, they would have piled on the Chargers had they not thrown four INTs in the last game and gone down 27 nothing. So they can stick in this game if they don't turn the ball over as much. The Giants defense. This is the oh no, here we go situation. Um, the Giants are allowing 800, have allowed 892 yards and six touchdowns to tight ends this year. In which Philadelphia just happened to get Dallas Goddard back. Uh, Goddard's a nice play. I like him as a touchdown scorer here. Um, if I had to play a dual spot, it's probably this game right here. I have two guys that really like his touchdown scores, Goddard being one. They've also allowed the fourth most rushing yards, 118 yards per game, and 12 rushing touchdowns against Philly's known as a rush team. They're going to run the ball to beat the Giants pretty early and often. And that's just running back rushing touchdowns. Um, left corner for the Giants is going to be Edery Jackson. He's along 52% completion. Uh, 398 yards across the whole year. Two touchdowns. He's pretty locked down. He is going to see a bit of a tougher game facing A.J. Brown. Um, on the far side, you do have Fabian Morrow. He allows about 60% of his completion percentage. He's allowed 553 yards and five touchdowns against. That screams out Devonta Smith this week. Uh, I really like the Devonta Smith option. And in the slot... Darnay Holmes is allowed 62% completion. He's allowing a decent blip of yards at 435, but he's only got one touchdown against. Philly's got Quez Watkins. It's not really much of a threat there if uh, if you're f looking for a cheap play. But uh, the run game against the Giants is going to be huge. Philadelphia Eagles, you have 15 touchdowns allowed, two wide receivers, um, but the third lowest passing yards. I'm not playing over-under on any, any of this. I don't like the option of over-under on receivers. I do, however, like the possibility of Darius Slayton with a touchdown. Um, James Bradbury, 46% completion rating, 382 yards against, two touchdowns against. Avante Maddox, 67% completion rating, 288 yards and zero touchdowns against. Darius Slay, the worst of this, and he's still a very good corner. 58%, 532, five touchdowns. The big deal here, over-the-top safety help, Marcus Epps, 470 yards against and six touchdowns. That, to me, screams that somehow, someway, the Giants know they have to win deep, and they're going to send Darius Slayton on that deep ball. I think Darius Slayton's got the highest contr contribution rate this week as a high upside touchdown scorer. 
Cincinnati Bengals uh, don't look for any love in the run game. They're the fourth lowest yards against per game, averaging under 82 yards rushing against. They've only allowed 11 touchdowns to wide receivers. It's a scary factor if you're Buffalo. Um, Obviously, in the passing league, you'd expect a little better, especially a team that has Eli Apple. They are dinged up. They don't have a guy like Chadubu or Wooze anymore. Uh, They have allowed the 12th lowest yards per game to quarterbacks. Eli Apple, by far the worst corner there. He's allowed 670, or 657 yards against three touchdowns on the year. Um, you got to hope that those numbers are going to get blown up. Uh, he is currently the number one, which could mean that you get Steph Diggs, Eli Apple all day against the Bengals. Um, Mike Hilton, your nickel corner, he came in in relief. He only has four starts. So this is the one I'm very intrigued by. Four starts, played across 14 games, really stepped in for Chidobe Awuze when he went down. Uh, 430 yards against, 63% completion rating, and one touchdown against. That makes me wonder if you're going to have Cole Beasley fired up, if Beasley is going to be an option of catching a lot of passes on the day, where you might want to play that over on the receptions for Cole Beasley. And Cam Taylor-Britt, he's allowing about a 59% completion blip, 483 yards and three touchdowns as a rookie. Uh, since he's secondary is not great, you got to hope they're going to hold it together, but you got to think Josh Allen's going to hope that he can keep the ball away from Jesse Bates. As much as Bates has allowed four touchdowns, we know he's still a ball hawk and he's still a top safety in this league. The Bills defense, they've allowed the ninth lowest rushing yards per game, tying Cincinnati at around an 82-yard per game mark. They've allowed the ninth lowest passing yards per game. Their biggest struggle really comes down to Teron Johnson, who's allowed 592 yards against and seven touchdowns of the season. However, to be fair... You can take about 150 of those yards and two touchdowns away and pan that out across the other 15 games because, really, that damage was done with Cooper Cup in the slot in week one. Uh, But still not great to see five touchdowns and almost 400 yards against easily. Trey White, you know, he's been the talk of discussion for Buffalo fans that he's, he's lost a step. However, the games he's been back. He's he's averaging less than 40 yards against per game. He's allowed 244 yards, one touchdown against, and he's he's breaking up 45% of passes thrown his way. Trey's looked pretty good in contested coverage. Kyrie Elam's allowed 70% completion rating. He's by far the weakest link in terms of really sticking to his man, but he's only given up 363 yards and three touchdowns. Dane Jackson also... His completion rating is very far down there with 59% completed against, but 538 yards against and three touchdowns. Really making out against that is if you're going to get that um, T. Higgins versus Kyra Elam or Tyler Boyd against, you know, um, Tyler Boyd against Teron Johnson. you got to think Buffalo's going to try to go over the top on Chase and shut that down. We saw in that first week matchup there, the the DeMar Hamlin game, that did a very good job of forcing the ball to Chase, and Chase was making it work. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers. Cowboys have allowed 2,519 yards against wide receivers in 17 games in the regular season. Trayvon Diggs has allowed 673 yards in coverage with three touchdowns scored against, 64% completion. Anthony Brown was allowing 589 yards against with four touchdowns. He's out for the season. Uh, The backup, Nishon Wright, has allowed 67% of his completions against in 242 yards. Is not a lot of touchdown yet, though. And nickel corner, Deron Bland. Has allowed 412 yards and five touchdowns against. If you're saying, friend, that might be worth popping a bet on Jawan Jennings to score a touchdown this week. Um, 
Dallas has a lot of total of 21 total wide receivers to or to total wide receiver touchdowns caught, but they've only allowed six running back touchdowns rushing wise. Uh, San Fran also has only allowed six rushing touchdowns on the ground. Uh, they've allowed 2,707 yards though against wide receivers. Dio Modori. Lenore has allowed 695 yards against in cover, 67% completion, and one touchdown against. Charverish Ward's allowed 612 yards against, three touchdowns. Jimmy Ward has allowed 473 yards against and three touchdowns, and that's after coming in, I believe, late in the season. He's allowing 75% completion against as well. Um, generally speaking, Dallas runs CeeDee Lamb out of the slot. Uh, that means if you're playing over on catches, CeeDee Lamb's your guy this week. I can see CeeDee Lamb catching... Six plus easy. Uh, the big deal here, though, if you're sending your straight streak runner, and T.Y. Hilton's been doing that a lot lately, tell, or tell Noah Hofanga has allowed six touchdowns over the top as a safety with 64% comp completion rating. Hilton's been burning since he came back. He's got fresh legs in the season. I like that option. However, the other option everybody's been playing all year, the Dallas rushing prop, the 49ers have allowed less than 62 yards per game running. They are by far the locked down, dialed in running defense in the league. And they're going to give the the namesake of the Cowboys a real run here. Uh, but guys, that'll do it. Hopefully that helps you guys come up with some ideas and some thoughts in terms of betting this week. Uh, any questions, reach out to us on our Facebook or our Twitter. Check out our sponsor. Hit him up online at chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin on Instagram. Until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.